You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's time for Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Presented by Realtor.com, the home of home search. John Dickinson and Daryl Guru Johnson. It's Warriors wrap up, brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search inside Oracle Arena, and a lot to unpack from this one: a 120 to 118 Warriors victory over the Miami Heat. And we'll just start in a similar fashion to the way I started the show on Friday night with Steiny after the Phoenix game. There, there's just some games on the schedule where you play them, you get through them. You hope you have more points than the opponent at the end of the night, and then you just you just take it and you crumple it up, and you just throw it away and you move on to the next one. And Ladies I think, and gentlemen, he made the shot. By the way, when you look at the way this game goes, uh, Warriors win it by two. They come back from Phoenix. They didn't have a practice yesterday, okay. right? Games at five thirty tonight, so no shoot around with the early start. And the Warriors come out, they get down 26-7 to in the first quarter to a Miami Heat team that, that winds up making 18 threes. I think any way you carve it, just figuring out a way to get a win, even though it wasn't pretty at all, I think you take it and you just you crumple it up and you move on. But what do you think? Well, this is the second uh, game in a row that they've come out sluggish. And I'm driving to the stadium today, the arena, and I'm thinking about Vegas. It's a 15-point uh, point spread. The Warriors were supposed to win this game by 15 points and in my mind, forget that line. I knew it was going to be a blowout. Miami, they didn't have the firepower. We talked about it on Warriors Live. JD, I'm shocked but when you're this good as the Golden State Warriors are you have, can I call this a lemon, or y- y- you get bored because that's the only way you can explain what we saw tonight, the fact that they were down three and Kevin Durant went ISO to save them. I'm blown away. Yeah, and Kevin Durant finishes with 39 points on 16 for 24 shooting. But how about this little nugget? One for seven from three was Kevin Durant. So if you take that off of his total, he was 15 for 17 shooting twos. And even better than that in the mid-range, uh, if you extrapolate it out even farther. And it was a case where the Warriors rode Kevin Durant down the stretch, and Man. it was ISO Durant and and ISO and and get the ball to Durant and give it to Durant and get out of the way. And he hit the big three that tied the game after the Warriors. I mean, you look at the fourth quarter. Warriors are down 19 early in this thing, right? They cut it to 10 going into the second okay. quarter. They tie it. In the second quarter, but are down five at the half. They outscore Miami 36-23 in the the third quarter. Go up nine. And then they're up nine with about seven minutes to go. You're thinking, all right, well, that's that's a wrap. But Miami keeps coming back. The Warriors' defense against the three tonight, their switches. 42% Miami was. 18 of 43. Really poor defense for the Warriors. So that's where you like that. That's what that was. I think it was poor, unfocused defense, and it was Miami having a hot night. Because there's nights where Miami's not going to hit those shots, Goo. And or not hit as many of them, and the Warriors are probably still going to have a 12 to 15 point lead. And we're not talking about well, Durant has to tie it with a three, and and Cousins has to get an offensive rebound and get fouled to to wind up winning the game. Uh, but I, again, you just you add it all up, and Durant saved him, point blank, and the bench saved him. You were making that point. Yeah, as speaking well. of the bench, 
I know you're not a big plus minus guy. I know I go back and forth with Steiny because sometimes it can be misleading. But get this, Draymond was minus 16, Cousins minus 12, Clay minus 12. So I'm like, oh, okay. Well, what did the bench do? Looney plus 14, Jarebko plus 18, Livingston plus 15, Cook plus 11. J.D., please put that through the John Dickinson computer and spit out what you process when I give you that plus minus on what went down tonight. Third straight game, Jarebko's helped him. He was plus 22 against Phoenix. Plus 73 in the last three games. 13 against the Spurs. And then, yeah, you look at tonight, he winds up being a plus 18 for the night. So, yeah, you did the math on that. Uh, And he's been a a major factor. He's been a real help. Uh, I think, you know, for all the nights that sometimes you look at the Warriors bench and you wonder what's there, tonight's a night where – they helped them. They helped them get back in the game toward the end of the first quarter. They helped them get back in the game the early part of the second quarter. They helped them push toward the end of the third and the fourth. Uh, but it's a night where you look at it at the end of the night, and I think survival is the most important thing. And I think you look at the isolation-based plays with Durant, and you know on nights, where, on nights where you don't have much going on, it's a luxury to have it, and there, it was just play after play. It almost bit them. I mean, there were a couple of turnovers. Where did Steph go? Did Miami take Steph away, or was it, no, we're going to ride the hot hand? I think it was riding the hot hand. I also think there were maybe a couple of plays where Durant could have hit Curry and mm, didn't. Okay. I think once he gets locked no, into yeah, that mode. Yeah. Uh, Nobody's it, complaining tonight, it, J.D. Again, if you're 15 for 17 from two-point range, the other oddity tonight, Durant goes to the line ten times. He misses four free throws. Durant two missed in a row four once, free throws tonight. Wow. Six for ten from the line, so a lot of nights that's nine for ten or even ten for ten, and he would wind up with 42, 43 points. And, again, the Warriors wouldn't be in a position where they have to survive a Dion Waiters flailing three-point attempt as he went for the walk-off. For as poor as the Warriors' defense was, Guru, for the most part all night against the three, that final possession, Draymond Green made a nice play to at least contest Waiters who was hell-bent on going for the win at all costs. Yeah, and I, I think you, on Twitter you, you uh, prefaced it perfectly. You said uh, he was going for the walk-off. He was. And he had one against the Warriors uh, two years ago, I remember, right? and it was reminiscent of, you know, he shoots the ball real high, brought rain down, but didn't make it. What did you think of uh, our guy Cousins versus Whiteside? When you look at the numbers, the stats, it looks like Whiteside won it. But, J.D., I'm noticing when Cousins is going against athletic bigs, and and there's like I don't want to call them hustle plays, but the ball might be right over here or right over there. It's taking him a while for his motor to get started. And tonight I think was, you know, any game he plays is a step forward, but I think I want to say tonight was a step back. Yeah, I, I, he struggled tonight. Not his best game, but I think it's a testament to him and that he's able to make a big play in the biggest moment. I mean, the, the rebound. biggest play of the game is winds up being the rebound, at least the difference maker, the game-winning play. Made the free Winds throws. up being the rebound, right. and, and he knocks down a couple of free throws, a, a guy that's been a, a good free throw shooter throughout his career. But overall, not not the best night. Had Iggy been healthy, would he think he would have been out on the floor? Well, if Hassan Whiteside's on the floor, okay. I think, you know, tonight, and Steve Kerr even said before the game, Goo, that, that tonight was going to be a night where maybe they would need another minute or two here or there from Cousins because – of when Whiteside was going to be on the floor. Now, Cousins winds up playing 26 minutes, so a little under 27 minutes. Whiteside was out there for about 22, and obviously you want uh, to have 
you want to have you know those two matched up with each other as much as possible. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. That is the phone number to participate in the program. Warriors wrap-up brought to you by Realtor.com with John Dickinson and Daryl the Guru Johnson. We're coming to you from Oracle Arena. Warriors win it. 120 to 118. We'll get your thoughts on this one, uh, and, and even the last two games. You know, you you get down in Phoenix in the fourth sure. quarter, you come back and you win it. Tonight, you're down. I mean, you're down 26 to seven. But to the Miami it out like it was. I think they're bored, complacent. It it comes when you're supposed to beat every team that you play on any given night. Yeah, I, that's where I'm. Uh, and the All Star break is upon us. A week away, they probably can taste it. Yeah, I, I think you bring up a good point, especially if you go back to, let's say, when this hot streak started back in late December, that game in Portland on December 29th. The Warriors had lost consecutive games in this building leading up to that on Christmas night to the Lakers, and then Damian Lillard hit the big shot in here on the 27th to, to beat the Warriors late. They go up to Portland in that home-and-home home series, and you know Clay Thompson was struggling, and the Warriors were, weren't winning – on the road as consistently, although they were starting to get it together. They win that game. They they double up by going to Phoenix, and Phoenix stinks, and they win that game on, on New Year's Eve. And then the Rockets come in and get them, and they lose again here early in January. And they go to Sacramento, steal a game, and then you had you know the Knicks and the Bulls who stink were in here. They figured out a way to win that game against Dallas. And then there was a stretch of games, Denver, Clippers with Cousins coming yeah. back, the Lakers, even though LeBron wasn't going to play. There was a stretch of games Energy. and circumstances from DeMarcus Cousins' return that I think energized the Warriors for the entire road trip that they were on. And they carried it through L.A. to Washington, thrilling win in Boston. They just pounded a depleted Indiana team, and they're they're feeling the vibe at that point. You come back. And that first game back, you lose Clay Thompson. You're playing Philly, who's all in to beat you. You lose that game, but you bounce back again by finding a way to beat the Lakers. You blow out San Antonio, and I think at that point where you blow out San Antonio, there is probably a letdown then. You're going to Phoenix, and you're still a week away from the break at that point in time. So to, to what you're saying, I think you're you're right. you're right on the money as far as this final couple of games being the moment for the letdown. Yeah, and uh, again, their lead in the Western Conference just keeps growing. It's up to three now. So I don't want to sound like I'm complaining or nitpicking, but J.D., this is what we've seen with dynasties. The Bulls, we style point games, and they won this by two points. Nobody thought it would be this close. You look at the Heat, you know, four games under 500. How was it so close? And I, I, I'm, I'm just focused on the point production from Draymond and DeMarcus, 12 points between the both. You know, not ideal, but I'm wondering if that keeps up. You know, if Cousins is not on his A game, J.D., does that give opposing, you, you know, teams an opportunity to stick around? It, it may. And, look, I think it just depends on the night. I, I mean, really. I mean, tonight's a night where – you know, you'd, you'd hope DeMarcus Cousins would play a little bit better offensively. Draymond Green did have 14 assists tonight, which is really impressive. And you also have Curry, Durant, and Clay Thompson combined for 93. So I think on a night where Cousins and Draymond Green get 12, Curry, Durant, Thompson get you 93. They're 3-0 and when they score 90. And that's the, the three. third most in a game as teammates for those three players, the third most that they've scored combined and yeah, they they are eight and zero 
when they combined for at least 90 in a ball game. So 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. Warriors wrap-up brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search with Daryl the Guru Johnson. I'm John Dickinson. And uh, let's go and hear from the fans Brought to you by Nation's Giant Hamburgers, the best since 1952. And we start with Nick in Berkeley. Nick, you are up first here on 95.7 The Game. Hey, Nick. I want to say, man, the Boogie Cousins factor is ridiculous, man. Like I, like we all thought, you know, we all knew he's a great player. But everyone was wondering about his Achilles, man. But, you know, not to, you know, I'd knock on wood. But, man, that, he, he's altering shots just by standing in the lane. I mean, he's all. I mean, he. The passing has been way more decisive since he since he came on the court. Uh, all, everyone's chilling. If they, if he, like, almost like he's the policeman now, snatching people back from the rest and all that. And man, you just gotta love this guy's attitude, man, because all these naysayers in the Bay Area, especially, was like, oh, he's gonna go off. He's a big baby and all that. And as you can see, the man just wants to win, man. Like every real competitor. Thanks, Nick. Yeah, no column for adjusted shots by uh, opposing uh, players trying to get to the rack. So that's he, that's a great call. He does clog things no, up. He's a big boy. He is a big bear. But, look, we didn't talk about that all night. And if you ask the Miami Heat, you know, what was it like going to the lane against the Golden State Warriors? Things have changed. It's difficult. It is. Uh, 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. Warriors wrap up here on 95.7 The Game. Warriors win it 120-118 to over the Miami Heat, the first of two meetings between the Warriors and the Heat. They'll play down in southern Florida, uh, south Florida, at the end of February when the Warriors hit the road following uh, the All-Star break. Uh, you were talking about the bench tonight, uh, and I, I they were great. Jarebko gave him some positive uh, minutes. Uh, anytime Iguodala's out, you wonder who's going to fill that void. We thought it would be McKinney, but it was really, I think, it was more Quinn Cook being in the rotation, and that Quinn. and that leading to Jarebko continuing to get uh, an opportunity as well as you shift maybe Sean Livingston into more of that. Uh, role of of Iguodala. Those two can kind of be interchangeable, and uh, McKinney winds up only with four minutes tonight. But uh, all in all, the energy of of the bench was a a positive force at the end of the first and third and the beginning of the second and fourth quarters when those guys are out there uh, respectfully. Yeah, and I believe I'm correct in saying their new nickname, J.D., the bench mob, because that's what they were, strength and numbers tonight. And, again, if you just focus on the plus-minus, Looney, Jarebko, Livingston, Cook, they all answered the bell, and one could make an argument that they saved the Warriors because, you know, you look at, uh, again, Draymond and Cousins and Clay. For whatever reason, the way the flow of the game, this was a weird game. It Give was. Me that, J.D. No, it was, absolutely it was, was a weird. weird game. It was the kind of game that, that you see a team play that didn't have a practice yesterday <laughs> and it was off after getting home, even the now, short flight from Phoenix. what would have happened in practice? This is the pros. Like, to me, you just when you no get practice. anytime you get together and you have an organized structure of just running through some drills and getting some shots up, to me it's more about the repetition mm-hmm. of – you know, just having a, you know, just continuing your your habits, you know, continuing your, your normal type schedule. Now, look, the Warriors come back from the road frequently and they take a day off. Uh, but I, to me, it was you've got the off day and then you've got no shoot around today because of the 530 game. So to me, it's it's basically you get home, you know, one, two in the morning, three in the morning, you know, two in the morning on Friday night or whatever, and then you wind up. 
not doing anything basically until you show up at the arena this afternoon. So to me, to, to see the Warriors be a little bit off, that's not surprising. Yeah, and it was a, a, a gutty uh, win that the Warriors got. But I want to talk about guts. KD was 0 for 7 and had the guts, the gall, to shoot that eighth one yeah. at a juncture in the game. Had he missed, a lot of people would have been saying, you know, what's he doing? What's going on? And he makes it. And you saw Dwayne Wade, as, as great as he's been for the game, at the other end kind of pass up a couple shots. It worked out for the Heat. They drained the three. But Kevin Durant, again, to have no fear, as I believe they said, surfing, uh, no fear. Uh, yeah, the only three he hit of the night was the one that, that tied the game, the one people, they had How to many have. superstars would not have taken that shot? Based on the seven previous shots, I think there's a few. I know you mentioned Dwayne Wade passed one up. He passed one up well, because Wade. you had to be Josh Richardson or Deion Waiters or Justice Winslow if you were going to knock down a three. Miami 18 for 43, and all 18 were hit by Josh Richardson, Deion Waiters, wow. or Justice Winslow. Richardson with eight threes, eight of 11, and the Warriors were leaving him open all night long. Deion Waiters was just forcing whatever he wanted you know, whenever he wanted it, 6 for 13, and then Justice Winslow winds up 4 for 9, uh, and nobody else made a 3 between Olenek and Wade and James Johnson and Rodney Magruder shot a couple, but uh, those three carried Miami to 18 makes on the night. It's not too often you see the Warriors get outscored from three-point range by 15 points. Wow. Tonight they got outscored by 15 points as Miami hit 18 threes to the Warriors 13. They they made a lot um, a big deal about Cousins not having good games here as a visitor. KD, if you look at his tenure as a Warrior, you know his best games have come on the road. They haven't been in this building. Anything to that? Too soon? No, nah, not yet. Not not yet for me. And I'd have to probably look at the game logs a little bit more closely as far as as each and every game goes since he's returned I think the Warriors in general have just played better on the road mm. they're, they're more focused on the road I mean go back to December I mean the Warriors have lost one road game since the first week of December and you look at all the home games they've lost over that same span they lost to Toronto they lost to Milwaukee. the Lakers they lost to uh, Portland got them here they lost to Houston here Lakers. they lost to Philadelphia yeah. here I mean the Warriors have five losses at in this building over the span where they've lost one game on the road, and I think you can add two weeks to the to the road tenure to it. So they've actually played even even more games on the road and been able to to play at a higher level. They're just more focused on the road. I think at times they're in this building they're trying to put on a show for everybody. Mm -hmm. They're trying to get one guy this and another guy that, and they just don't they just don't play as well. I think they know they have some some margin for error uh, in this building. Uh, in addition to that, 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. Still time to weigh in. Uh, we'll also hear from some of the players downstairs in the press conference room. Warriors win it over the heat tonight. It's 120-118, to the final. And it's Warriors wrap-up brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Now back to Warriors wrap up on 95.7 The Game. Warriors win it 120 to 118. 
John Dickinson, Daryl Guru Johnson inside Oracle Arena. Warriors wrap up with you. 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. That's the phone number to participate in the program. Golden State now 40-15, and 15, Guru, and 21-7 and 7 at home. Now, there's been a, a lot of discussion about the home versus road. We were just talking no about practice that. No uh, practice. J.D., I, I, I didn't agree with you on that one. I think these dudes are, you know, back-to-back NBA champs, and I do understand no repetition, but damn it, I want to see freshness tonight. This was supposed to be a 20-point win tonight, the fact that the coach gave you off yesterday. And I'll tell you, if if this was a 7-30 game where they had all gotten in there for a normal shoot-around, I'd I'd be with you. I mean, it's it's not so much the practice yesterday. It's the practice yesterday and not having one, which is normal. You come back on the road. I mean, the Warriors very rarely, if ever, would come back off the road, even a short trip to Phoenix, and have a practice on a Saturday. But typically, if the game's at 7.30 tonight, there'd be a shoot-around this morning. And that at least gets the blood flowing. You go over some things, uh, you know, get some shots up or whatever, get in kind of a basketball rhythm. I, I thought the Warriors were primed to not have a great first quarter mm-hmm. tonight just based on the schedule. Well, now, I also correct. thought they were more than – talented enough to make up for it and wind up winning the game going away, which they didn't win the game going away. It looked like they might win the game going away. Nine-point lead. Yeah, nine-point lead with, what, seven minutes to go, and the Heat just kept hanging around because they kept knocking down threes. You know, it was 104.99 with with 5.45 to go. It was 107.102. Josh Richardson hit what appeared to be a three that actually wound up being a two after it got reviewed. And then Winslow hit a three to tie it at 107. You had Durant yeah, answer uh, with a basket and then a couple of free throws to put the Warriors back up four. And that's when the Warriors were really isoing Durant uh, down the stretch. Uh, and there What about we, that block on Durant Miami got where the help defense came over, they timed it perfectly and swatted the ball after KD had, you know, <sighs> Got past yeah. the first guy and the guy. You don't see that often. You don't. I was like, oh, that was that was great defense. Richardson had made yeah. a three to cut it to one. Uh, you know, Durant had had fouled uh, Winslow, and then it just yeah, it's all of a sudden it's a one point game, and yeah, they they were able to force that turnover for a dunk and, and less than a minute to go in the game, and the Warriors find themselves down one, wow. and then Richardson had the the steal and the dunk again to make it a a, a three point differential. But that's when Kevin Durant hit really the biggest field goal of the night because Cousins wound up winning it with the the couple of free throws. But that that three-pointer where they gave him a little bit of room and he wasn't afraid to take it, even though, as you had pointed out earlier, he was 0 for 6 at that point. His only made three of the night was the one that tied it at 118. Now, we saw Friday night the Suns couldn't hit the side of a barn from deep. So you got to – sometimes in sports, J.D., I've got to tell you this, you know it, you got to tip your cap. And the Heat – not known for the three-point shooting, come in tonight and shoot 42%. But earlier, you let me know if I if I misheard you, but you said you didn't like the Warriors' defense on the perimeter. No, I thought, I thought their switches were okay. bad. Right. I thought well, they were kind of lazy. Okay. They were thinking I, they wouldn't make them. I just, and yeah, and Miami typically doesn't make them. I, that, that was the other thought that I had had throughout the night is, boy, you know, this gosh, this is a five-point game, and Miami's made all these threes. I mean, if Miami had, had just – missed four or five more of these we'd be talking about a 20 point game the whole conversation would be completely different and on a lot of nights it is even though the Warriors maybe aren't necessarily playing all that well it's just the opponent isn't 
able to make him pay. Tonight was a night where Miami was hot, and they did make him pay. Now, it's funny. When you have firepower like KD, Steph, and Clay. Sometimes I'll see Clay take over or Steph take over, and it feels like not they're hogging, but you'll look at the numbers and you'll be like, oh, the shot distribution was, no, you know, no more than three off. And tonight it looked like KD shot it 40 times. It felt that way. Only 24 shots to Steph's 19 and Clay's 21. Uh, and, and again, I just keep com- I just keep coming back to I mean, you take the threes out yeah. for Durant, and he's fifteen for seventeen. Is he the best mid range shooter in the game? I think so. Sam Cassell so. on steroids. I mean, I, I think mean, he's the most consistent. Nobody can stop it. He's got the height advantage. Pretty much ninety nine point nine percent of the basketball games that he plays, and he can get to the spot he Elbow. wants to get to, and it just and it's watch just, out. It's just smooth, and that's you know that's what he's had. He's had that from the moment he walked on to an NBA okay. basketball court. And now, I the believe three point his... shot he didn't have early, and then he got it. I think year two he was over forty percent. He went from maybe under thirty to over forty, okay. and he's had the three point shot throughout his career to varying degrees. But he's had he's had the mid range no. game from right. you know probably a teenager. Now you and I just took a pick uh, a picture for the gram. <laughs> His Instagram, uh, you know, handle is Easy Money Sniper. That's Kevin Durant. He gave that to himself, and that's what he is, J.D., arguably the best mid-range shooter we have in the game. And since he's been with the Warriors, Clay and Steph are the guys from deep. And I don't. he's third. It's not a bad third, but he, he can get his money, you know, from uh, deep. But now it's just that mid-range game that's setting them apart. It's just automatic. It really is. We're going to get to our play of the game coming up in just a moment. But another nugget from this one, we mentioned the Warriors down 26-7 to early. So they were down by as many as 19 right. in the game. Uh, that's the largest comeback for the Warriors this year to win. Uh, the Warriors, first time since 2014-15 season, that they've overcome a deficit of 15 or more points and gone on to win back-to-back games they were down 17 in phoenix on friday night so back-to-back games for the first time since the first year of the steve carrera where they were down 15 or more 19 tonight and the 19 tonight again is the largest comeback of the year i think they were down 18 i want to say against orlando right around thanksgiving they were down 18 in this building and that was the the previous uh, high mark as far as uh, a comeback victory. Now, I've gotten to many debates with your partner, Matt Steinmetz, about uh, Eric Spolstra being one of the top-tier coaches in the league, uh, and sometimes I don't even take on that argument. I say, okay, you have that. But you look at – I know we're not in South Beach, but you look at the game they played in Sacramento. They had a big lead. They come out here tonight twice, can't protect a three-point lead at the end of the game that they battled hard for. you got to be in that locker room feeling bad, J.D., Not not one of those, oh, we gave it a good old effort. You know, we went toe-to-toe with the Warriors. You're fighting for your playoff life, and if this is what your team is about, they basically gave the game to the Warriors tonight. That's how I feel. Up three, you, you earned it, you played D, and then you let KD come down and get a wide. You said, oh, it was a wide-open three. Yeah, I, didn't, I actually didn't love the shot. The KD for, took the time? I actually didn't love the shot. I thought, boy, I thought it was actually a little bit of a force. It was there. 
But you had to take it. There was some urgency to him not hitting a three at that point in the game. I thought, boy, that is a quick shot. I really did. And it goes down. And when it goes down, you're thinking, okay, you get one stop and you're probably going to wind up sneaking out of here with a victory. And that's exactly uh, what the Warriors were able to do. They actually needed another stop uh, after DeMarcus Cousins got the offensive rebound of of a Kevin Durant miss. Uh, and was able to get fouled and knock down a couple of free throws. All right, let's get to our play of the game. It's time for the play of the game. He got it! Tune in tomorrow morning to Steinmetz and Guru at 10.30 for your chance to win $100. Now, here's the play of the game. Durant catches, takes the top of the key, it's a three, he's open, fires, and ties it just like that with 42.7 to go. We're tied at 118, it's his first three of the night, what a shot. And it, it couldn't be any other play at that point, I mean, it, right? I mean, we've been talking about it for the last five minutes, and we were talking about it earlier, the play of the game brought to you by Putnam Cadillac Chevrolet, Buick GMC in Burlingame featuring the all-new XT4 crossover SUV, Visit PutnamGM.com. And again, know the play of the game tomorrow morning, 10.30, with you, Daryl the Guru Johnson, and Matt Steinmetz on 95.7 The Game. Yeah, you talk about how easy Kevin Durant can make the game of basketball look. I'm just looking at the box score again, J.D., 39. He could have easily had 50. He could have easily had 50 points. 888-957-9570. Warriors win it. 120 to 118 over the Miami Heat. We're still going to hear from Kevin Durant following this ball game downstairs in the press conference room. Stephen Curry and maybe even Draymond Green as well. Draymond Green with a season high tying 14 assists, the 13th double digit assist game of Draymond Green season. We'll hear from the players coming up next. It's Warriors Wrap Up brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Warriors Wrap-Up brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. With Daryl Guru Johnson, I'm John Dickinson. Warriors win at 120-118 to over the Miami Heat, a game where the Dubs trailed by as many as 19. Guru, it was 26-7 to in the first quarter. The Warriors would run down the Heat by the second quarter of the game, but trail by five at the half, then lead by as many as nine in the fourth quarter before Miami would come back and have a three-point lead late, but Kevin Durant would tie it, and DeMarcus Cousins would help the Warriors win it by uh, with a couple of free throws in the final five seconds, 121-18 the final. Let's hear from the man of the night, though. It's Kevin Durant. He finishes the night with 39 points, 15 for 17 on twos, and here's KD after the game. You've been there many times before, final minutes of the game. Um, what would you? What was your mindset going into that three that you stepped into? Uh, I wasn't really thinking about nothing. I mean, I just shot the ball. Kevin, what, was, what do you think was key for you to have the game you had, as well as Clay and Steph, while pretty much being balanced with the attempts? Um, as a make or miss league, I mean, I miss those shots. Then we're talking about something different. So I just try to shoot my shots. And uh, I think everybody here is just trying to shoot their shots. And um, the game is going to dictate who gets the most. 
Against a team like Miami, like disciplined defensive team, physical, do you think your mid-range uh, games like more needed in, in nights like that where they kind of take away the three pretty good? I think it's needed every night. Um, we don't want to rely just on threes all the time. So, you know, when the team is kind of yinging, I try to yang a bit, you know what I mean, and kind of give us a offset what we do out there a little bit, you know, give us some balance. Last couple of games, uh, opponents, both Phoenix and tonight, a lot of offensive boards for the other team. Is that a focus thing in your mind, or is it a physical thing? What do you think is the, the fix for that? I'm um, just boxing out. Uh, a lot of teams shoot three, so it's a lot of long rebounds. So guards and wings got to get back to the elbows to rebound. So uh, that's the second game in a row. A team shot 20 more shots than us. Uh, so either, whether it's turnovers or offensive rebounds, we're going to lose in a playoffs like that. Similar to that, you, you get down 19 pretty early. Uh, what did you think? Why did you think that happened, and what did you have to do to get back in it? Um, we started off sluggish. Um, they made shots. You know, they were excited to play against us, and we were just we treated it like it was a Sunday walk in the park. And um, this team is uh, disciplined every time they step on the floor. Um, so after a while, we just we just we just locked in and was able to use our talent and mix it with some of our schemes, and we was able to get back in the game. Uh, Curry said, "With your offense, he feels it's still a feeling out process. In other words, I guess getting you know Cousins and the new mix. Do you feel that that way that you guys are still working on that kind of work in progress? Uh, you're always a work in progress. Every day you're breathing, so." Um, we always trying to fine-tune something. We want 15 out of 16, but it's something we can get better at. And I think if you had that mindset, then, you know, you tend to reach greatness a little faster. Dion had that game winning three on you guys a couple of years ago in Miami. Was there even the slightest little flashback when he rose no. up late? No, that was a bad shot. <laughs> Anybody else? Kevin, Steph was just saying – he talked to Dwayne after the game, and he said that he's surprised that he's retiring. He thought he had more in the tank. You've gone against him for years. Are you surprised he's walking away when he's walking away now? I'm not. Su- I'm not surprised. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised either way. You know, if he'd have kept playing or if he'd have t- retired, he's done and experienced so much in this league, and he's been really good as a older guy with all the younger guys in the league as well. So I think he's invested so much in the basketball, spiritually and physically, that it's his time to walk away and pursue what's next in his life. And as a hooper from day one, um, I can appreciate that about D-Wade, especially battling him in the finals and throughout my whole career. Um, you know, it's good to see guys go out the way they want to. All right, Kevin Durant, after the ball game, led all scores, 39 points. Easy money sniper. And Durant, the 18th outing of 30-plus for him. He didn't quite get to 40, but he winds up uh, tonight uh, just, I mean, putting the Warriors on his back uh, as they win at 120 to 118. Steph had 25, 5 of 10 from 3. And I know when he's on, the building's electric, J.D., but tonight, was that Earl? Where, where did Steph go? Not, and not in a bad way, I just... I guess it was about Duran and when he hit the shots, but yeah, and it was about Clay too. I thought at the beginning of the fourth quarter, Clay hit a couple of big shots that that kept the Warriors ahead, even when the Warriors we were getting weren't up playing nine. I all that well on a blowout. Yeah, and so I think I think Steph he never really had that that spell that ignited the building. It's it's usually streaky, and I think he had a couple of shots that he missed that maybe 
could have got yeah, everybody yeah. on their feet and flipped the game. And that's usually when the Warriors do turn a game into a blowout, when he is able to knock down a couple of those shots. I also think tonight, and we're going to hear from Steph in, in just a moment, tonight was one of those games, Goo, where it it you file it away under the category of how do you blend getting the best out of Steph with getting the best out of Durant? Because down the stretch, it was Durant, and it was him in full takeover mode. And at times, I'm you're thinking, you. how do you Dude. get Curry in the action off of that if Durant needs to make a pass? And there were a couple of turnovers there, a couple misses. So it's, I still think that's a tricky dynamic the Warriors have to try to work through here in these final, what, 27 games. It's one, J.D., because if they get into a close game in the in the playoffs – you have to have that balance, and it's nobody's fault. But, you know, if you become too one-dimensional, you're playing to the other team's strength, the fact that you're not using all that firepower around you. But the NBA, what is it? A, what did Raymond, uh, Raymond Ritter tell us? It's a make-or-miss lead. He stole that from Mark Jackson. Okay, all right. Shout-out to Mark. But tonight, KD made him, and the Warriors got the dub. Yeah, the Warriors did get the win 120-118. to 118. Let's go ahead and hear from Stephen Curry. Curry, 25 points. He was 5 for 10 from 3. It's the 36th game where he scored 20 or more on the year. Uh, here's Stephen Curry after the game. Hey, Steph, what do you think was key for you, Clay, and Kevin to have the game as you normally have, but also kind of having the, the balance for the most part with the number of attempts? Say that again. Sorry. What do you think was key for you guys to do what you normally do with the kind of balance you had with the number of, t- of attempts? Uh, this game was predictably uh, tough in terms of how they how they play and their style. And I mean, when they shoot the ball like that, um, the whole flow is kind of different because every possession is important. Um, the way we got off to another slow start was tough, but. Um, it was kind of really well balanced. Uh, I had my moment in the second quarter. Clay was amazing, especially to start the fourth quarter in those first six, seven minutes. And then uh, Kay made big shot after big shot uh, down the stretch. So um, I think we just had to be a little bit more methodical about what we were trying to, you know, shots we were trying to get. And um, again, every possession was important in this game. They should make 18 threes. Uh, you know, you got to just stick it out to the end. That's what we do. Hey, Steph. Uh, uh, the the how was the, uh, the game of uh, Dwayne Wade for his last show at the Oracle? And then what was the last exchange with the jersey uh, for that moment? What did you guys talk about? I mean, everywhere he's gone, you watch on TV, and <clears throat> it's a different energy when he gets the ball. Just um, – you understand how important he's been to the game throughout his career, and no matter who you root for throughout the league, you respect uh, greatness in terms of what he's been able to do throughout his entire career. So, um, you know, tonight wasn't a loud night, but he had some pretty uh, influential plays, and it seems like he's got a lot more in the tank. That's what, that's what I told him after the game. I was like, "Are you sure? I know you got a lot of stuff going on off the court and your family and all that. Are you sure you?" You don't have a couple more years left in there. Um, but obviously with the uh, <clears throat> him going every you know, road arena one more time, um, it's a different energy for sure. Last couple of games, a couple of raggedy starts both times. What's your explanation? What do you think is going on? Still a filling out process in terms of the lineup and just understanding what we're trying to do in every possession. 
Um, we'll, we'll, we'll correct it, but it's just an, an understanding. It's, it's a different look, and there's so many options and weapons out there. Um, you still got to be aggressive to start the start the quarter, not you know, assume that it's just going to happen. So um, we'll, we'll fix it. So two games to go before the All-Star break. It's Stephen Curry there. Warriors in this building Tuesday night with the Utah Jazz, the first appearance for the Jazz in this building. Uh The Warriors have played two games in Salt Lake City. They stole the game in October uh, when Jarebko had the tip-in off the Durant miss, a game where the Warriors trailed for a good portion of the game. And then we've talked a lot about how great the Warriors have been on the road. The one loss... Yeah. In, since December 3rd on the road for the Warriors was December 19th in Salt Lake City against the Jazz. The Jazz bringing it out here, though, on Tuesday night in what will be a, a nationally televised game. And the Jazz at times have, have given the Warriors fits throughout yeah, the last couple uh, of years. You'll probably be happy, but I'm done predicting uh, what we're going to see because the Warriors have been heckle and jive. Now it's not about um, who they play. It's what Warrior team is going to show up and come out the gates first. So, J.D., I think a theme is developing. We'll be able to determine that these next two games and how they start after the All-Star break. But a sign of a good team is when you're down 19 points and you can run the other team down before halftime. And that's what we saw tonight. Heckle and jive or, or heck heck. Heckle. Jekyll and Hyde. Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, what did yeah. I say? Heckle and Jai. I know. I didn't think you caught it. But alas, yeah. we yeah. we move we yeah. move forward. Help Warriors, me out now. Warriors also play in Portland on Wednesday. That's the final game before the break. Remember I'm a couple not years high ago, on the Blazers. JD, why? A couple years ago, they went to Portland first game after the break. They got run out by thirty. Uh, I think that was the seventy-three and nine year. It's that's a tricky game. The Warriors won they scare there. You to Port- Something's not right. They're, they're, they play hard, but they play the right way. They just same old Blazers. They don't got, there you go. They don't have the components. Same old Blazers. They're good. They're middle of the pack. They may win around. They they're may like not win around. Seed in the West, but though. I don't see them getting to a All conference right. final. Depending upon the matchup, Utah too could win around. Could not win around. Could, but I don't see them winning two rounds. But they're a threat on a night in February when the Warriors go mm-hmm. there to maybe have a, a hot one. Damian Lillard. Uh, going up against uh, the boys from Oakland, that's always a, a special game that he circles. You know, he wears on the zero calendar. for the O. Right? I do. Okay. Yeah, it's it's for, it's for Oakland. It's for Ogden, Utah, where he went to college, uh, Weber State, and it's for O for Oregon because now he plays in Oregon. It's the triple O actually for Damian. Wow, JD. Yeah. I just knew. <laughs> and they, and it's it's yeah, it's legit. It's it started obviously in Oakland. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no, that's yeah, little Dame Triple little, O. Little I learned Dame, that little, tonight. Little Dame Lillard knowledge for <laughs> you here uh, on Warriors Rap. Uh, Dame Dalla. What what time is it? Uh, so that's Wednesday night. Uh, but Guru, we'll wrap it up. <laughs> wrap it up here. Thank everybody as the Warriors win it, uh, one twenty to one eighteen over the Miami Heat. Uh, let's thank let's thank Nash and Alex in the studio, no doubt. and Tim Jordan and AVP. Uh, for Daryl the Guru Johnson, I'm John Dickinson. We're actually going to do this again on Tuesday night. I'm excited. Steiny load management for Steiny. I love it. He's going to be back yeah. on Wednesday. You guys are both going to have Wednesday. Uh, and it sounds like I'm going to be up in Portland for that game again uh, on Wednesday. Lucky you. So that so that should be fun uh, as well. Uh, Warriors win at 120 to 118. You're back with Steiny tomorrow, 10 a.m. until noon here on 95.7 The Game. And you and I, Guru, will be back on Tuesday 6 o'clock before the Warriors take on the Utah Jazz 
at Oracle Arena. Final score tonight, Warriors 120, Miami Heat 118. You heard it right here on 95.7 The Game. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 